eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back. It is Wednesday. It is the mailbag edition of Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Do us a favor. Make sure you subscribe, download the podcast, set auto-download. Then every time a show hits, you're going to get it right there at your fingertips. We appreciate it. I am Scott Colbranson. He is Mo Moten. We're here taking your questions, getting, getting them in, and understanding what's in your head is always so helpful and this one, Mo, get ready because it's going to set me off a little bit. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm stretching my arms. I'm ready to go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm getting floppy here. Um, all right. So, so Mo, I mentioned it earlier. The mm-hmm. Broncos fans in Las Vegas showed up in force. There was, quote, unquote, a lot of orange jerseys. I don't know how you quantify a lot. I guess if you can see them on TV, that means a lot. Or if you're a Raiders fan in the stadium and there's more than three that's a lot. Is it more than three? Is it more than 3,000? Is it more than 10,000? I, I can't quantify it, okay? But either way, a lot of people made the comment, including some journalists and so on. So a lot of Bronco fans here. Now, two things I want to do before I get to this question. One is, for those of you who've never lived in Las Vegas, and I've lived in Las Vegas twice, Las Vegas has always had a large number of Bronco fans. I'm just going to say that. Nobody talked about that yesterday because most of the people talking about it don't know much about Las Vegas. So, so it used to drive me crazy because I could not understand why there were so many Bronco fans in Las Vegas. Bumper stickers, license plate frames, jerseys at sale at the Target. Like, what are you doing? Um, but anyway, that's, that's what sold. I guess it was that, that run where the Broncos were good, maybe with Elway and so on. So, so anyway, there's always been a good contingent of Bronco fans in Las Vegas. Same with Cowboy fans. Now, if the Cowboys ever play in Las Vegas, you'll see it, okay? Just just to get everybody squared away on that. So this question we get is from Jared, and he's in Las Vegas, and he says, I was, I can't use the word, Bronco fans, effing Bronco fans in Las Vegas, what's wrong with Raider Nation season ticket holders 
that they sell their tickets to non-Raider fans. There should be a rule against this. Raider Nation for life. F the F the donkeys, Jared in Vegas. Okay. So, Mo, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to let you go first, Mo. What do, you, what do you have to say about people complaining about the number of Bronco fans at Allegiant Stadium and that it would never happen in Oakland? I'm not going to be as fiery as you about this because this is closer to your uh, backyard than mine, being that you lived in Vegas twice. Yeah. Um, but I actually didn't, as a person who didn't live in Vegas, I, did, I had no idea what the fan base makeup is, is like there, but I would assume that the Raiders just moving there, that they're not going to have a stronghold right away because let's be honest, you know, Vegas, you know, didn't have a football team. So what was, who were the fans rooting for before the Raiders got there would be a good question to ask a Vegas native or someone who's lived in Vegas, which I now know Broncos fans were there already. So I, it, it makes sense that there were Broncos fans there. Um, I will say that I did text you after reporters noted that a lot of Broncos, a lot of orange in the stadium. Yep. Uh, Josh Jacobs commented on this. Max Crosby commented on this. And my thing is, um, at this point, you have to understand Vegas is a popular destination. So you're going to have a mix of fans from different fan bases coming in. And let's be honest, if a person wants to sell their tickets and make some money off of it, they're not caring if they're selling it to a Raider fan or not. They're just like looking to some of them make the biggest profit. And that's what matters to them. So it may be different for Jared or anyone else who sells Raiders tickets. They may say well, Raider fans only, and that's cool. But other people don't have the same parameters that you do. They're just looking to turn in a profit or maybe give it to a buddy. Because well, let's be honest, a lot of Raiders fans have buddies who are fans of rival teams. Right. So they may say, oh, I can't go to the game. I'm just going to sell it or give it to my buddy who may be a Bronco fan, who may be a Chiefs fan, who may be a Chargers fan. And that's okay. Um, for Jared, apparently not. But for others, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I saw a lot of people say, okay, you should, at least if you sell your tickets, you should sell them to a Raider fan. It's like, so, so like, that's like me saying, hey, you're selling your house because you're moving, but only sell it to a Raider fan. Like, their property. I know, I understand the sentiment of, hey, let's keep our house our house. I get it. I totally get mm -hmm. it. And there's a lot of shade thrown at Vegas. People still mad that the Raiders left Oakland and the dump that was the Oakland Coliseum. I, I understand there's mad. I grew up in San Diego Stadium, which was a dump too, but all my memories are there. So I understand the correlation, but it's still a dump. Now that one's gone, but Oakland's still there. So, so I get that piece of it. But if you paid $120,000 for your seats and you're not going to the game, I'm going to sell them to whoever gives me the most money. And if you think that that's being disloyal to my team, then you can send me $120,000. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's your property, right? Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, if, if there was a way to only sell to Raider fans and there was Raider fans who were going to buy them, fine. Totally good. Yeah. But remember, winning cures everything. If you win, there will be no orange in the stadium because every Raider fan who wants to go to the game will snatch up every ticket that they can. Uh, we saw this with the Golden Knights in Las Vegas. The Golden Knights were an expansion team. Everybody thought, oh, my God, half the game is going to be the visiting team because they're going to suck. Guess what happened? They went to the Stanley Cup Finals in their first year. You could not get a seat. There was maybe two games where you had a big contingent of people from St. Louis and Chicago. That was it. So I, I just think that people's 
it's almost like people wanted to find negativity before that game, before it even started. And it's like, who cares? So great. They paid money for your, they're staying in hotels, they're paying for your stadium. God bless them. And then beat them. So they feel like crap when they leave and which is what happened. So it's just really mm-hmm. interesting to me that this becomes such an issue for people, especially when I know the last several years, the Raiders were in Oakland Half the time the stadium was empty. Would you rather have it empty than have it people in the stadium generating revenue for your team? I don't think so. Mm-mm. You're going to get a lot of angry emails. Oh. You're going to get angry emails from Oakland Raider fans. You're going to get angry emails from uh, people in Vegas. You know who, who, you know who loves me? Gonna... You know who loves me? The LA Raider fans. They love me. <laughs> and why is oh yeah I, okay the, the, I, I no I, oh, look we have a lot of fans it. i mean our good friend fabian up in the san jose we have wendy up in the bay we have lots of fans in the bay they, they'll get what i'm saying and they agree because they're all in they fly to vegas every weekend for the raider games that's how much they love the raiders and love allegiant stadium not it, that everything's it, perfect right but it, it boils down to it boils down to this scott people are more more loyal to their financial to their pockets and their financial reach than than the Raiders, and you have to expect that. As you said, am I gonna am I gonna take the best offer on the table, or am I gonna take less because a Raider fan wants to go to a game versus maybe a Bronco fan who wants to go to a game? And 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 that's the thing. We have a listener who I'll, I'll not share their name just for privacy reasons, but we have a listener who has PSL season tickets. It cost him a quarter million dollars. Okay, so two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of seats. That's all, that's as much as one of the suites, by the way, but they're seats. So 250, now for most of us, including me, I'm raising my hand, could never understand spending that kind of money on tickets. So imagine you have those tickets and, and you're not going to just give them away. You're going to sell them uh, because you can't make it to the game because you're on vacation or you have a business trip, whatever it is. What are you supposed to do? Hey, I'll give them to you for 20 bucks. No. That person mm-hmm. can't afford those tickets because he's done with his money. So so mm-hmm. I think it's hard for us to relate to it. So I, I understand fans' perspective sometimes like, well, why don't you sell your tickets to a Raider fan? Well, I couldn't find a Raider fan that wanted to pay me $8,000 for two seats uh, right at the 50-yard line. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying there aren't Raider fans who can afford it because there are. We know there are. But whatever mm-hmm. the reason, it's, 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 it's a free market. It's capitalism. That's the way it goes. So anyway, that's my, my high horse. And, yes, I'll get some hate mail, but that's okay. I eat it for breakfast. All right. So <laughs> we move on. This one threw me, Mo, this question. And and I hope I hope you're okay with it. Um, but this comes from Lynn in Walnut Creek, California, which is East Bay, by the way. Um, and I was I was curious because it says Lynn, Walnut Creek, and then it's got a parenthesis and it says 29 and single. So I was like, 20. Why are you telling me you're 29 and single? Well, she wasn't telling me she was 29 and single. Apparently, she's telling somebody else because she says, does Mo, <laughs> you ready? Does Mo eat sushi? And if he does, next time I'm in New York City, can I take him out for some? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
That's you're kidding. That is not true. It's a, it's a true. It's a true email. You you gotta be. You know what's funny about that email? What's that? I actually had. Uh, uh, how, how do I say this? I had a, I had like two trays of California rolls. Oh, so you do on, like sushi? I love sushi. I do. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> I will yeah. forward Lynn's email to you. <laughs> I'll first ask her to send a picture. Oh. No, no like, oh my gosh! But see, seriously, I'm, no. But no, seriously, it's a well-timed email because I I felt embarrassed the amount of sushi that I ate Saturday because <laughs> what I like to do is because I work I have a long work for the people that don't know I, I do a bunch of stuff during the week so on Saturday when Saturday comes I just eat food on on my sofa and watch college <laughs> football the whole day I am just I'm in a cave no yes. one can find me it was just this Saturday last Saturday it was me multiple trays of sushi. And football on, Bama and Arkansas <laughs> were on. It was a there were a bunch of ranked teams playing. You had the Pac the Pac twelve is Pac ten Pac twelve is popping again. I I I had a ball eating sushi and I, I absolutely love it. I didn't I didn't start eating sushi until two three years ago. Um, I know I'm a late adopter on that, but there was a Japanese restaurant that opened maybe ten minutes from where I live, and I said, hey, you know, a lot of people talk about sushi. It's either like a love hate thing, and I said, I'll try it. And I went there and and I loved it. And I was like, okay, this could be my new thing. So I started off as a Sunday, uh, I want to call it breakfast, but kind of like a brunch for me before kickoff games. And now it's yep. moved to a Saturday tradition, sushi and college football. Now, do you only do California roll or are you getting adventurous and trying out some other stuff? I've tried I've tried an Alaskan roll, a uh, lobster roll, mm-hmm. uh, I think a dragon roll. Oh, a dragon roll. Good job. Yeah. Um, Shrimp tempura. I, I've had a, a gotta an do array some eel. Got to do some eel. I'm Was a little it? scared. I'm a little scared of eel. Yeah, it doesn't. T- it, it tastes great. You do that. Do a little crunchy shrimp roll. Trust me okay. on this. Crunchy shrimp okay. roll. You'll love that as well. So, okay. so yeah. So, so I, I, I will send it. I cannot promise you, Lynn, that that uh, that Mo will get because we don't know. Because in in our business, sometimes there's people who want to like take voodoo dolls and pinch them and do all kind of crazy things and maybe try to call your eyes out. But, now, but I will. <laughs> I will say, Lynn, if you're, if you're a Chiefs, Chargers, or Broncos fan <laughs> emailing this, I will be afraid that you're trying to poison me. So you need uh, to be, like Jared said in our last email, I will only accept sushi from Raiders fans because <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't well, want to get poisoned. <laughs> I don't want to get poisoned. This could be oh a cheese fan infiltrating and trying to get me off air for good. I don't know. Lynn, we need we need some video photo evidence that you are who you say you are because exactly. no catfishing. Yeah, no catfishing because there's a lot of that going on in Raiders Twitter lately, and there's a lot of dudes out there posing as women. <laughs> that so is I true. I, I, I do not fall prey to it. Yes, I am not gonna be the next guy that shows up on Twitter talking to a dude posing as a woman trying to get me some poison sushi and get me off the air. Okay. Just putting that out there. Mo Moten cannot write his column today because he, <laughs> or, or he got, he got bad blowfish and died. Um, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny. You mentioned that though, because I get, and I'm sure you get any male in, in, in any sort of content production, whether you're in the media or you're a YouTuber or whatever, you get these requests on Instagram or if you have it or Twitter where it's like, 
Jennifer104-3621. And of course, they always have this amazing rack on them. And it's like, hey, and you're mm-hmm. like, really? Who falls for this? Seriously, who right, falls exactly. for this? Let alone a married guy like me, right? Like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to, oh, yeah, hey, you do it. And it, it's just crazy. So, so you're right. So, Lynn, if you're real, we'll figure yes. something out. We'll figure something out, even if it yes. means sushi via video at first yes. to make sure you're real. Yes. We need, like, a sushi <laughs> deposit before we, we get together and, and have sushi. Yes, and and Mo is okay with younger women. He is okay. You're you're right at the limit. Twenty nine. You know he he doesn't go below twenty. It's twenty eight, isn't it? Right? No. Yeah, the limit for me is twenty five. You got to be twenty five okay. and up because I'm thirty six. Full disclosure, I'm thirty six. So if you were born, I guess what is that after ninety seven? Because in ninety seven, I was I was already going to the sixth grade. Right. Uh, you know. If you're if you were born after '97, the closer you are to 2000, the more is to me it's a red flag. I yes. mean, you were because then sixth, it's, sixth grade, grade in '97. Okay, that's when my yes. daughter was born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was already in sixth grade, so. <laughs> but luckily, she's closer to 30, so we're we're in the same age group. She's seven years behind me, but See? she was still. You know, born in '93, that's that's still we we watch some of the same cartoons, saw some of the same shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. But once after after '95, it gets kind of dicey. Then I have to start asking some questions, like you know, what did you grow <laughs> up on? Which shows did you watch? You know, what? Yeah, you know, you get you, you got to find out. All, yeah. all I know is that yeah, Mo's getting food and date requests <laughs> oh, on gosh. the mailbag show, which is just golden. <laughs> But I, 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 I'm glad that you like sushi, so we, we, we have something else that Mo likes. All right, we're going to get to our last question, and it's not a request for a date. Um, it's from Rob in Phoenix. Rob says, hey, guys, love listening to the podcast. Why are you the only guys that are objective? I love the Raiders. I love fighting with other AFC West fans, but I love listening to you guys because you never sugarcoat it. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, and he asks, why don't the Raiders ever do an alternate Jersey? Why don't they consider doing a black helmet? Uh, everyone else in the NFL is making more money and making more money and doing these alternate jerseys. But the Raiders seem like they're just old fashioned and they won't do it. Thanks, Rob in Phoenix. Mo, the Raiders uniform to me, it's like the Yankees. You can't change it. You can't make it better. So an alternate Jersey, an alternate black helmet I don't think it ever happens. I don't think it ever happens because the Raiders seem like traditionalists. And like a lot of the fans believe that the Raiders have the best jerseys in the league. And I agree with that. I mean, I wore a Raiders jersey when I was a kid. I had multiple, so I understand. But (laughs) I I believe that the Raiders jerseys are fine as they are, though I wouldn't mind seeing an alternate black jersey. But I get why the organization seems like traditionalists because, let's be honest, when it comes to the Raiders and some of the alum and the players who've walked through those doors at Raider headquarters, and they're very, very much in tradition. And I just yes. don't see them breaking away from that. Well, and it, and it goes back to Al Davis, too. It's sort of like uh, Al's been gone now 11 years, but you look at the situation with Mark Davis still being in the owner, being the family. If this was a different ownership group that didn't have a connection to mm-hmm. the history of the Raiders, i.e. Al Davis, then perhaps they would consider that. But I just think to going back, and I, I just use the Yankees as an example because the Yankees just don't do it. They don't 
have any I mean they might tweak things a little bit here and there like the Raiders have done I think the Raiders alternate their throwback jerseys with the silver numbers on the white um, are my my favorite Raider jersey and then the the shield on the helmet being the silver the older limit too I think to me that is their alternate uniform right and a black helmet like a black everybody's got black helmets now I don't think it's special yeah other teams have silver helmets as well but that shield that one black stripe down the middle just sets it apart it's sort of like you just it's it's like in and out burger you just oh, don't me- <laughs> the menu is simple <laughs> you don't mess with it or think of anything that's simple right you think about uh anything and you just say you know sometimes the best is the understated and i think that's the situation with the raiders so i get it rob i get you want more cool gear and and it doesn't seem like there's a lot of different stuff out there now a lot of these licensees make kind of their own stuff. You might find a Raider jersey that's got red, white, and blue. You might find a Raider jersey that's camo or sparkly mm-hmm. if you're female. Um, <laughs> although I'm sure there's males who wear those too. But there, there, mm-hmm. th- there's differences out there. But officially, I don't think we'll ever see from the Raiders anything uh, like what he's talking about with a black helmet. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. But um, like you said, there are all types of alternate jerseys that you, you can get different color schemes and whatnot that you can... If you like, you can buy, but don't expect an authentic one coming from the Raiders organization. It's just, just not going to happen. Sometimes the original is just the best anyway. It is. It is. Well, there you go. That's the mailbag for this week. And we got sushi in there. We got uniforms in there. We got play call. We got everything in there. And perhaps a date for Mo. So we'll have to do that. We'll, uh, we'll follow up with Lynn in Walnut Creek. Um, oh, wait. I just got a message. She's flying to... New York now. No, just kidding. Uh, (laughs) We'll take care of that offline. Uh, But anyway, uh, we want to thank you guys for joining us as you do every Wednesday for the mailbag show. And again, send your mail in. I recommend waiting till after the game so it's fresh and you have that perspective. But you can send them anytime you want. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Questions for Mo, questions for me, questions for both of us. Statements, you want to just make a statement, you can do that and send it to us as well. Mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Mo, I always have fun with these, not just because people are trying to hit on you, but also (laughs) just kind of to hear what people have to say. Because I used to do Raider Nation Radio, we get calls all the time, but I actually like the writing because I think people have to think a little bit more before they call and calling is or before they write and and calling is a little different but it's always fun man to hear from folks yeah there's no pressure you you're not on the spot kind of because you know some people call and they freeze up see you can write all types of emails and say all types of things and no one can see you you're you're in the comfort of your own home or wherever you are and i think it's just like you said you you put a little more thought into it and you have to write it down and send it off Yes, you do. All right, Mo, we will be back tomorrow on Thursday. We're going to go in-depth on the Chiefs. We're also going to get you up to date on the Raiders' injury report and any roster moves they may have made. I still am hoping if Denzel Perryman can't play that they can go get a middle linebacker, i.e. Mm-hmm. Martinez. Uh, we'll see what mm-hmm. they do. Uh, but but we'll have that to talk about as well as a special a special segment. Mo, and I haven't told you about this, but just a special segment. Um, Mo is on, is really just in a really tough place right now. He's mm-hmm. 0-4 in the Fantasy League. Yep. And we're going to have uh, Kelly on on Thursday. And <laughs> Kelly has invited a special guest. And this special guest is going to give you a little pep talk. 
and we want we want you to turn things around. The Raiders did. They they're now one and three. You're still zero and four. Mm-hmm. And so we want we want to figure that out. And and we're bringing in a specialist, a specialist that's going to talk to you and give you a little pep talk. Interesting. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm wondering who this could be. Well, it's um, Kelly, so you know it can't be anybody famous or interesting. No, it'll be it'll be interesting or weird. But uh, they're going to give you a pep talk. That's all. Mm, I don't know if that's <laughs> a good thing or a bad like, thing. Mm, I'm not sure yeah. if I like this or not. And it's, it's, <laughs> and it's not Lynn with sushi, but it will be somebody special to give you a pep talk. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. We'll also go over the Chiefs, latest with them, and what makes them so dangerous and why they're performing so well without even a Mr. Tyreek Hill. Mo, as always, a fun time, my man. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We got to pick a winner, Scott. Oh, oh my gosh, we have to pick a winner. I, I, I'm a good wingman. I'm going to pick Lynn, of course. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I, I was, was going to say Lynn wins when I get proof <laughs> Lynn is who she says she is. That's there when she go. gets the t-shirt. There you but go. Today, but for today... Wednesday, I'm going to go with either Chad because Chad is Chad is cons- Chad's consistency. He's he consistent. has more consist- he has more consistency than the Raiders. Yes. And I think Chad I think Chad should be the winner. Uh as uh, if you want to pick an alternate, if you have another idea, I think Mr. Salas also had a good question if I'm he not did. mistaken. Two-parter. Uh, the two-parter question I think yeah. was really good, but uh though between those two, I, I should win the shirt. Against my own financial interests, um, I'm going to go with both of them. No, I, seriously, I think both were great questions. And 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 Chad, I think Chad, we already have on the list for a shirt, so I'm going to reach out to him and get a different size so maybe his girlfriend, wife, mother, daughter, son, whoever, could get one. So I'll check because Chad definitely, listen, he shows up every week, man. He just yep. he, do, he doesn't miss a show. He sends in questions. They're all good. They're not mm-hmm. questions like, how come Max Crosby has tattoos? Or, or anything like that. It's always usually, <laughs> usually pretty good. So we appreciate that. So Daniel and Chad, you're both getting a silver and black today t-shirt, which, by the way, arrive at my humble home on Friday. So we're finally going to be able to get those packaged up and sent them out. So Daniel and Chad, congratulations on that one. Good choice, Mo. I appreciate that. All right. For Mo Moten, I'm Scott Colbranson. This has been Silver and Black Today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you may be listening. And give us a five-star rating if you would. We would appreciate that very, very much. And we will talk to you tomorrow, Thursday show. We'll preview the Chiefs. We'll talk about latest Raiders news and roster updates. Until then, take care, Raider Nation, and take care of one another.